welcome back to a special and different form of the John Krasinski show. Of course, usually we use the show to update you on Timberwolves news and developments and opinions. Today, we are joined by Timberwolves assistant Moses Ihambe. Uh, John's going to conduct an interview with Moses. We're going to go through a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to do another show uh, early next week to catch up on Timberwolves news. Today, we're just going to have a good time talking to Moses. Once again, this is the John Krasinski show, part of talknorth.com. You know the drill. Best way to listen. Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. You can also hear John on the Viking Update show. Check out talknorth.com for all of our shows. We're brought to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Thanks to Aquarius Home Services. Thanks also to our longtime sponsors, TSR Injury Law, 612 TSR Time, and All Energy Solar, allenergysolar.com. John, why don't you uh, introduce our, reintroduce our guest and take it away? Yeah. Hey, folks, thanks for joining us today on the show. And for a lot of you who have gone to Timberwolves games, who have watched, who certainly kind of uh, digest all of the content that the team produces from behind the scenes, you may be familiar with our guest, Moses Ihambe. Um, he is a, an energy-filled, um, very positive <laughs> dude that is can always, if you don't see him in these videos and stuff, you're hearing him in the background, cheering, laughing, trying to, t- trying to have a good time. And he is a player development coach, assistant coach for the Timberwolves. So Moses, thanks for joining us here on the John Krasinski Show. Uh, how's your summer going so far? Hey, John, thank you so much for having me. Everything is going extremely well, um, especially in the off season. It's, it's full-time, full-time dad, you know, <laughs> my, my full-time job over here, you know, with having seven kiddos, you know, it's, um, it's fun. It's a fun time. No, no, never a dull moment in our home, in our household. So, uh, summer's going well. Just got back from summer league over in Vegas as well, you know, so it's good. It's good to be home. Awesome to have you with us. Um, we will get to a few things about your path, about um, about the team, about 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 things like that. But we are also going to have a, an extensive discussion for reader for listeners who want to stick around a little bit about a basketball camp that Moses is uh, is, is conducting a little bit later this summer in Woodbury. And so stick around for that information. Um, but first of all, Moses, you said it right at the top. Now, as a father of two who I think I work really hard at the father side of things. And I'm chasing kids all over the soccer fields this summer and taking them to basketball camp later this afternoon. And I'm a little Mm -hmm. worn out by it. I'll be honest with you. You have seven children (laughs) with your wife. Can you, what is life like as a basketball coach? And then you and your wife trying to herd seven kids all around um, and, and, and stand on top of things. It's like herding cats. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's man, it's so much fun. A lot of people ask us, man, how do you do it with seven children? And I always I always respond, man, how does my wife do it? You know, <laughs> she is a superhero. Um granted, granted, we do it we do it together or whatnot. Um, but we when people ask how we do it, I mean we have we have amazing kids. We've been blessed with with good kids. Um we have two sets of identical twins. Our first set are our oldest, they're eleven year old girls. In our, our second set, um, our six-month-old boys, both identical. So the, the 11-year-old girls, do, they're so responsible. It's amazing. They cook. They clean. They, they, um, they just treat the boys like they're their own, you know, which makes life a lot easier for us. And then also we have, <laughs> we have uh, an au pair that helps us around us. My wife works full-time as well at a company called Valor. She's, I'm, I'm sorry, not Valor. Uh, 
uh, a company called Nextera. She's the director of uh, strategy and development there. Excellent company. Uh, but we're we're busy. We're full, full <laughs> to the brim. Uh, but you know that that's that's just secondary. You know, uh, me as a coach uh, for the Timberwolves is secondary. Hers as a director of her company is secondary. Our first and foremost um, um, priority are our kiddos. You know, we want to be in our kiddos' lives. We want to we want to um, spend time with them. We want to love them like crazy. And it's you know it's work too because you gotta you gotta be able to love each child the way that they receive love. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't know if you heard about the the love languages or whatnot. Yes. There's a book out there called The Love Languages. You know, acts of service, quality time, gift giving, all that jazz. You know, each one of my kiddos they're different. You know, my oldest mm-hmm. boy Titus. You know, he just wants to go and throw the football. He wants mm-hmm. that quality time. My little my little girl. Um, I played professionally for 11 years, um, and she was she was born in France, Boulogne-sur-Mer, France. All she wants is, Dad, can we go to the store and buy something? Can you give me a gift? You know, <laughs> so it's just all across the board. But it's so electrifying and um, satisfying being able to, you know, even just come home and just be. You know, um, it's like having a little camp at, at my house. I constantly have a camp at home. <laughs> Well, Moses, I have four kids and I always, I always used to speak and I also coached a lot of youth basketball. So I always talked about parenting with four kids, the way you would talk about basketball defense. Uh, when we had one kid, we double teamed. When we had two kids, we played man to man, three kids, you had to go to zone, uh, four kids. You had to just use all your fouls and timeouts. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yes, absolutely. That's totally right. I'm actually going to use that from now on. <laughs> Of course, with seven, with seven, I think I would just forfeit. So that's, that's how <laughs> I would. You know? We just got, we just, we just added to our team. You know, we, we added wow. the au pair. We added, you know, different things <laughs> to, to kind of um, to cover our bases. But yeah, you have a deep fun, bench. <laughs> we have a deep bench. We got a starting five and some subs, baby. <laughs> so Moses, uh, it, to, just to give Wolves fans a little bit of an idea of your pathway to the coaching staff here kind of can you take us through your journey really you know from your playing days and how you got into coaching and then eventually how minnesota became your landing spot here right so i started off uh i'll go way back or roberts university that's where i, I, I played yeah. collegiately um played under coach scott sutton um oh man it was back in the heyday like 2000 and 2004 i was a, a freshman um, and graduated in 2008, 2009, uh, made it to the tourney um, three years in a row, which was fantastic. Uh, we just had a, fa- a really good group, and that's where I, went, I met my wife. Um, and, you know, we just started traveling the world and playing ball. My first stint was in the G League, back then the D League, when con- when contracts were about 11000 bucks per season, <laughs> which was just unheard of. Uh, but when you love the sport and you want to, you have a goal and a dream to make it to the NBA, it was the best place to be, you know. Um, granted, I'm, I'm glad the salaries and all that jazz went up um, for the guys currently in a G League, which is a tremendous blessing and whatnot. But went to Old Roberts University, met my wife there, played four years there under Scott Sudden and decided to play in the G League. Was with the Tulsa 66ers, now OKC Blue, for a couple of years and then started having kiddos. So then it was like, OK, we got to we got to go make some money. <laughs> so we went overseas. I played in as a family. We lived in 11 different countries and about 23 different cities. So far, wow. you know, um, I played in, in Spain, Qatar, Morocco, um, China, Japan, Russia, Venezuela, France, Germany. Um, I feel like I'm missing. 
some other ones, but you get you get the gist. <laughs> We've been all over and had a baby in, in Germany, had a baby in France, um, but did, did that whole jazz. And in between there, I also came back into the G League because, you know, I was playing well and everything was going well. I still had that hunger to make it to the NBA. Um, once I got back from Spain my first year, I, I looked to get back. Tulsa had my rights, now OKC Blue, and they were doing so well. So they decided, hey, we're not going to fix something that's not broke. So they traded my rights to the Austin Toros back then, um, now the Austin Spurs. Played with them um, for maybe six games. You know, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I, actually, Taylor Jenkins for the Memphis Grizzlies and Brad, Brad, um, his assistant coach, Brad Jones, was, was uh, they were my coaches. Um, it's so good to see that they're doing so well with Memphis um, this year. Uh, but went there. I scored literally 35 points, 33 points, and 30 points. Back to back to back. And then I get traded. And I'm like, Yo, what in the world? <laughs> what do you have to do to stick on a club? You know? Um, but I'm glad I did because um, so the Spurs really wanted Kyle Weaver. I don't know if you guys remember Kyle Weaver back in the mm-hmm. day, Washington State. Um, and uh, the only person that Nick Nurse would take was Moses Hamby. You know, so I was, I was a bit flattered. Like, yeah, 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 I was flattered. So yeah. I, I took Wait, I didn't take it. I had to. <laughs> I had to take it. Um, so my wife and I, she was pregnant with twins, twin, our first twins. Um, so we drive to Des Moines. You know, we drove to Des Moines and Nick Nurse was the head coach. And Nate Bjorken was the assistant coach and played there for the rest of the season. We ended up winning a championship. So I played for the, the Iowa Wolves, now Iowa Wolves, back then Iowa Energy, um, that, that championship team, which was just a story in itself. You go from getting cut in Spain as the only American, you know, and then you in turn win a championship in the G League, which then just opened up so many doors for me. Um, then it got a stint with the Pelicans, um, played with Team USA um, in the Pan Am games, um, and then, you know, so on and so forth. Things just started opening up, you know, um, and visited different countries and continued playing. And my last stint was in Russia. And I probably played the best ball I've ever played in my entire life while I was in Russia. But I just felt like it's it's about that time to be done, you know, and um, called it quits. Fans thought I was crazy. You know, my agent thought I was crazy, but I just knew it was, it was that time. You know, the ball gets flat for everyone. So I just decided to call it quits. And uh, um, I got a call from my athletic director over at Oral Roberts University, Coach, uh, yeah, Coach Mike Carter. Um, and he offered me a job as the assistant to the athletic director, you know, and lo and behold, I took it. Um, didn't know. Uh, what it would look like, because this is brand new territory. As a professional ball player, you know, the, the worst fear is, man, what am I going to do next? I'm so passionate about my sport right now. What else am I passionate about? You know, and for me, it was, you know, just people. Uh, if, you, if you meet me, you know, I just, I love, love people so much. I don't know a stranger, <laughs> you know. Um, so it, it, it people and helping people be the best version of themselves, you know, and um, it's funny that I'm coaching now because when I, as a player, my wife and I always spoke about how when I'm away from the game, when I hang up the shoes, I'm done. I don't want to coach, you know, and lo and behold, the good Lord had a different plan. <laughs> as I took that job at Oral Roberts University, um, I got asked to coach across the street, you know, and that job at Oral Roberts University, it didn't pay um, as much. And I had like four kids, so I had to, I had to grind, you know, yeah. so I took advantage of coaching a seventh and eighth grade team. You know, and I had so much fun because it filled my bucket. I was able to love like crazy, um, just different people that I met and build community. Then I was also able to help our guys be the best version of themselves. You know, so it was like 
boom, this is what I was created to do. So did that and we won the championships and I got asked to coach on the high school team. And we did very well there. And then I got asked to coach on the collegiate side, division one ball over at Oral Roberts University the following year. Um, and I did that and I'm not lying. I did that maybe three months, three, four months. And then I get a call from the Indiana Pacers. My coach, Nate Bjorkren, just got the head coaching job with the Indiana Pacers. He gives me a call. Hey, Moses, what are you doing? He called me boxer because um, the workouts that I did when I was playing for him. Hey, boxer, what are you doing right now? Hey, I'm living my best life, man. I'm over here coaching and helping, helping um, guys thrive. You know, and he was like, how would you like to coach in the NBA? I was like, stop playing with me. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, when I was a player, my NBA has always been the goal. You know, it's always been the dream, you know. And um, getting a, 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 a sip of tea, I like to say, with the Pelicans wasn't enough. I was still hungry. But I just didn't get that opportunity. And this was that opportunity. So I spoke with my head coach over at Oral Roberts University. And they, they, let, me, they let me take advantage of that NBA call-up that I've been waiting for. Like uh, I did uh, when I was playing in the G League, but I said yes, and my career just took off from there by God's grace, man. So I coached with the, the Pacers, and unfortunately, it was that year where um, Bjorkman got fired after his first first season. That was just a roller coaster. He's a great guy, uh, but it's just you know how the cookie crumbles sometimes with coaching, and um, it dwindled down to the assistant coaches. And then I got a call. Um, I did an internship at uh, at the NBA League office. Um, I always took advantage of those different things. And the NBA does a fantastic job with um, having those opportunities for guys, you know, um, ex-GD guys, NBA guys, and, and W ladies um, to do job shadows and, 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 and internships. So I took advantage of all that. And I built, I built relationships. And once I got let go of the Indiana Pacers, um, I get a call from Jeff Aubrey at the league office. Hey, Minnesota has an opportunity um, to, to take advantage of director, uh, player programs. And I think you'd be an excellent fit. Can I put your name in the hat? I'm like, yeah, most definitely. Let's do it. You know, and did that and um, interviewed. And, you know, lo and behold, I'm here and I'm going into my third season. It's more so now um, player development, um, coach all on court. Uh, but once I got on board, it was more, um, it was, I'm the director of player programs. which means my job is to help our guys be the very best version of themselves on the court, which is, you know, on the court and off the court. Um, and that is, that's, that's my cup of tea you know, um, and a great way to do so. Because I could build as many programs as I want to, you know, but <laughs> you got NBA guys, millionaires here. They're not going to just listen to what you want to say. Like, you got to build credibility. You got to build trust and um, a relationship. And Coach Finchie, just, he's done such a fantastic job just implementing me um, on court and different things because of my, my background and my ability to do so. Um, and it just gave me an opportunity to connect and build a relationship which then turns into, you know, buy-in. Um, for the past couple of seasons, though, it's um, kind of that player program tat has kind of uh, dwindled away um, mm -hmm. due to, you know, change up in the, the, the front office and different mm -hmm. things like that. So I'm solely on court, which I love mm -hmm. because, I mean, that's what, I, that's what I've done for so long, you know, and, and it gives me an opportunity to just um, pour in and help our guys be the very best version of themselves, you know, on court, which then turns into, the very best version of themselves off the court, you know? So um, I'm having a blast. I'm, I'm going into my third season and hopefully it's, it's one that uh, we will never, ever forget. We'll always remember.
That's a quite, long. That's a long answer. But <laughs> no, you you got a long path. journey, which is great. That's exactly it. It's amazing, kind of the pathways that you that you understand. So many coaches take to get where they are, and yours is certainly unique. We will continue to get um, into a little bit more of Moses' approach, um, especially for listeners out there who are looking at. Uh, who have young kids who are playing uh, playing ball and, and might want to look at Moses' camp. We'll get into details on that. Jim, you have some words from our sponsors first. Let's pay the bills yeah. and we'll get back to Moses Ahambe. Uh, great stuff from Moses. We'll return to that in a second. I uh, just want to let you know we are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Thanks also to longtime sponsor TSR Injury Law. You know Steve Terry. He's an, he's an assistant to the assistant coaches. He sits there on the sideline. He he, he tells the Wolves what they need to do. Uh, now we And sometimes we have Steve on this show because He's so good at providing the fan perspective on the franchise. 612-TSR-TIME is all you really need to know. If you're injured, call 612-TSR-TIME. They'll take good care of you. Uh, They only charge you if they win your case. They win a lot of cases. That's why Steve can sit sidelines right next to the owners and the coaches at Timberwolves games. So remember, 612-TSR-TIME. Remember also, all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation and everything in between. Find out more about going solar at allenergysolar.com slash coach, or just go to allenergysolar.com to find out everything you need to know about solar for your home or business. All right, back to you, John. Yeah, and so uh, one of the main reasons we have Moses on with us today um, on the John Krasinski Show is that he has partnered with an organization called Win All Day to host a basketball camp at the Woodbury Leadership Academy uh, on July 31st. It's grades three through seven. On August 1st, it's grades eight through 12. And so this camp focuses on basketball skills, but also mental preparation and the winning mindset. And so Moses, can you kind of just take us through a little bit? If I, I am a father of, of two kids, 10 and eight, if I want to bring your kid, my kids to the camp, what kind of experiences are they going to get? What's going to separate a camp like this from the myriad other ones you can find uh, all summer long here in Minnesota? Oh, most definitely, man. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm super excited to, to be partnering with win all day. You know, it's it's a, a tremendous, tremendous company, mainly out in, in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but um, getting worldwide or whatnot. But it, this campus, I just thought of myself, you know, growing up and I thought about how nobody ever told me that my journey to the NBA or whatever level was going to be kind of tough and rough. It's not going to be handed to me on a silver platter. Nobody ever told me that my sleep is very, very important in order for me to perform at my highest level. Nobody ever told me that um, the, the things that I eat is, is very, like, I have to be strategic. You can't just put um, water in a Lamborghini, right? You got to put the right type of gas in order for it to run. Well, I see my body as a fine-tuned machine, so I got I to gotta put the right stuff in it in order for it to run right, you know? And nobody ever told me that that's the case in order to be the best, not only the best athlete, but the best version of myself, you know? Nobody ever told me about finances and how important it is to, to be strategic in, in my finances, you know, and nobody ever told me that it's important to be disciplined, you know, and focused and committed and motivated and, and have confidence. And, 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 and it's important about what you think, because what you think is what you become and what you speak is what you are. You know, nobody ever told me that when I was young. So in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I want to give kids that opportunity to know, hey, 
It's not going to be easy, but guess what? You can do it. I want to give kids the opportunity to have high level basketball training, you know, but not just stop there. You know, I want them to be able to hear from a top um, uh, nutritionist about how it's important to eat right. And these are the different steps in order to do so. I want them to be able to hear from a professional sleep coach, my own personal sleep coach that coached me when I was a professional player. He's actually based here in Minneapolis. Um, I want him, them to be able to hear from him. Hey, guys, kiddos, lock in on your sleep. I know mom and dad tell you, hey, get to bed. and You don't want to get to bed, but it's important. In order for you to accomplish your dreams and do what you were called to do in this world, you got to sleep, <laughs> you know? Um, so this, this camp is going to be so different. It's going to be high energy. If you know me, that's what I am. And I, I do it always and, and, and forever. So um, we also partnered with Chick-fil-A. Um, they're uh, sponsoring all the lunches for all of the campers. And it's just going to be uh, epic epic time um on the 31st and the first so we're very very excited yeah and then Moses you know you and I have talked about this but also I've just been around you with the wolves a lot and watched the way that you kind of interact with players and 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 the way that you coach them and I've always been kind of struck it seems like you you try to strike a balance between obviously positivity positive reinforcement getting them to believe in themselves um and and that sort of thing but also you know, uh, some accountability and, and personal accountability and making sure that it's not all sunshine and rainbows that sometimes when, yeah. when players or, or kids or anyone are struggling that you got it, you got to be straight with them. How do you strike that balance? And in terms of like, with, especially with younger players, like, you know, younger kids who are getting into this and maybe either they're just getting serious or maybe they really are taking this seriously and trying to you know, become a high school player, become a college player. Like, how do you strike that balance of the positive reinforcement and stuff with also, you know, giving them the real talk that sometimes they need? Um, I, I, I like to stick to, to, um, to positivity, obviously, uh, because that's what, that's what people latch onto. But then it's the realness. I think it just comes out naturally. Um, and it comes out whenever there are lies. You know what I'm saying? Lies that I hear from an individual. Right. Like I, um, um, I just I, I, I'm not enough. You know, um, I'm not going to make it. I can't do it in my home. In fact, in, in, we call ourselves Teamy Hombie, you know, with all nine of us. Teamy Hombie in our home. If we say the word can't, you got to drop down and give daddy 10 pushups. You have to say if you cannot do something, you got to say I can, but I just need help. Right. Um, and when I translate that even to like even to um, the, our, our players, like there's been there's a situation where uh, one of our I, I won't say the name, one of our guys gets subbed up, you know, and he's just a negative and talking about, man, why did you keep taking me out first? Why this and that? And that, I had to stop him in his tracks like, yo, baby, come on now. Focus. Um, energy flows where focus goes. Don't allow your in, don't allow your focus to, to go towards that that negative um, outlook. Right. The, the cup is always half full rather than half empty. Why not focus on the reason why you're coming out is so you can rest a little bit so that way you can come back even stronger, right? Let's focus on that so that way you can, that energy can keep flowing. Because if you're focusing on the other way, on the other thing, like, dude, when your number's called, you're all out of whack. You're, you're, detri- you're being detrimental to yourself, but then also to us as a whole, you know? Um, but those, it's just like, small things like that. When I, when I hear those lies, when I hear those things that, be detrimental to somebody it's just like another uh, another type of moses just pops up <laughs> you know <laughs> because i refuse for people not to be the very best version of themselves because of um some type of mindset or negative thinking or 
you know, even words that they, they speak. Yeah. And so Moses at this camp, like, what are you looking at in terms of how, how much of it is going to be skill work, um, on the floor work for basketball purposes? How much of it is, you know, looking at, like you said, with the sleep, with the diet and, and what are kids going to be exposed to just in the curriculum that you're going to be given to them? So the game of basketball is, I like to say, 25% uh, 25% physical, 75% mental. I wish I could just stick to just 70, that 75, 25, but kiddos want to have fun, you know? So <laughs> right. I'm going to have to split it down, <laughs> down the middle. Like, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be heavy, like life skills um, and heavy, um, like focus. And the, like the, uh, our sleep coach, um, John Parker, will come in and have a good maybe 30 minutes, you know, of a chat and exercises with the kiddos. And um, a nutritionist coming in and having um, like we'll have the breaks, have snacks and different things, and talk about nutrition. Um, but the bulk, and then the uh, win all day coming in and having sort of a a whole um, just like a I like saying a play day with everybody in regards to activities and and and, and just networking and different things of that sort of that nature. Um, but the bulk of everything is going to be on the court. You know that's that's what I love. That's what I do, and I get energy um, doing it. And um, the, the main thing is the main thing. These kiddos are at camp because they love basketball, right? And all of them, all of them want to make it to the highest level. So with that being said, it's like my, my purpose here on earth is to, to um, encourage, motivate, and inspire with knowing what their goal is. It's like, okay, let me encourage them with ball. Let me inspire them um, through ball. And let me um, uh, 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 motivate them to be the very best version of themselves so they can get what they want in their lives as they're, they're climbing this mountain um, of life. So it's going to be, I would say 50, 50, but I may go about um, a little bit higher on, on ball. So mm -hmm. super. Well, Moses, you, do you ever see people roll their eyes at you or like, you know, kind of, <laughs> yes. yeah. How do you confront the skepticism that comes with being as optimistic, as positive as you are on a daily basis? Yeah. People think it's fake, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people think it's fake. And that's, that's usually, that, those are usually the, uh, uh, the people that are just negative Nancy's like, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta sip that cup of tea. Like uh, not everybody is gonna, uh, not everybody shakes with Moses. Ihami. And I get it, but I'm set, I'm put, I'm placed on this earth as salt. You know, when you put salt on this, the salt is different. You got a piece of steak and you just cook that steak with no seasoning on it. That's, that's, that's nasty. But when you <laughs> sprinkle that salt on there, baby, like it's it's over. That thing is dusty and tasty, and that's what I'm called to do. Is I'm called to bring salt into this world, and I know that it's different sometimes. It, it, people really don't shake with it, but I got to be able to accept that. You know, I also feel like I'm placed on this earth as a light. You know, I'm I'm, I'm the light of the world. You know, a lot of us are light of this world. You know, and uh, when when you have a light, a lamp, um, or a candle, you don't put a cup over it to cover up the the, the light. Heck, no, man. It's my job to allow my energy and my positivity to shine so bright that people can't help but experience it. And it's not for my gain. It's just how I was created. You know, it's, it's, it's bigger than me. It's so much bigger than me. On my phone, I'm actually looking at it right now. On the back of it, I have a, a note that says, um, um, it's not about me. It's not about me. When I get those rolling eyes, whenever I get the negative Nancy's around me, I always look, it's not about you, Mo. It's not about how you feel right now. At home, it's not about you. If you're tired and all that kind of jazz, it's not about you. You got to come over here and love these kiddos and most importantly, love your wife. So put your little feelings aside, get off your sorry pot and be that light and be that salt and make a difference every chance you can.
Moses, if if people want to register for your camp, again, it's uh, July 31st, grades 3 through 7 at Woodbury Leadership Academy, August 1st, grades 8 through 12 at Woodbury Leadership Academy. If they want to register, if they want to get their kids involved, what do they do? Where do they go? All they have to do is go to our website. It is www.winalldaybball.com. Um, and once you click on that link, it should take you directly to um, the website or whatnot. You can register right there. And if you have any issues, you can also email me at Moses at winallday.co. That's great. Hey, Moses, Moses Ahambi from the Timberwolves. Uh, can't thank you enough for taking some time this morning to talk to us. It's been it's been awesome. Wish you nothing but the best with your camp coming up. And I hope you get a little bit of downtime for all those kiddos and for your big family before the season comes around. It's right around the corner, man. It'll be here before we know it. Oh, most definitely, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. That, that was Moses Ahambi um, with the John Krasinski Show. Jim, anything else to wrap up before we uh, before we call it a day here? No, but uh, Moses, great talking to you. Uh, great hearing about your story. Uh, and I'm, I'm really fascinated by the travel so many basketball players, men and women, go through to, uh, to fill out their careers. So that, that was great. I appreciate it. And we'll see you at Target Center.